Howdy folks, welcome to the new Sprint Commando. My name is Ed Moore. I'm looking at a book from Aerosol Comics, specifically Samurai, issue number four, that was on sale March 15th in 1986. Now, that information comes to us from Amazing Heroes number 90. The book itself doesn't indicate when it was on sale, just what the cover date is. And actually, this particular issue doesn't have an indicia at all. So we couldn't even find that out. But if you want to talk about things like indices and cover dates and on-sale dates and all that kind of stuff, you can get a hold of me at Teal Productions or News P Commando on Twitter. Teal Productions also has a Facebook page. The email address, imindyman at gmail.com. The website is comicbooknoise slash TNC. Tango November Charlie, the letters only. And we have forums at justanotherfanboy.freeforums.net. Now, the book had a lot of hands. It was scripted by Barry Blair and Bruce Blair. It was penciled by Patrick McCown and Wong Yap, inked by Barry Blair and Wong Yap, lettered by Elwin Mark and Wong Yap. Some interesting story choices, I thought, in the book as I read through it. Um, We open up... Well, first, the front cover has... A full-color image of Samurai on a motorcycle. We're in London, because here is London Bridge, I think, in the background. Uh, A wall here, as you're looking, I would assume, away from it, I think, over the Thames, I think, is what London Bridge crosses. And then we have a couple uh, chaps here, shall we say, that I believe are supposed to be made up to look particularly British, uh, standing on either side of Samurai on his Triumph motorcycle says, this is England at the bottom on a ribbon that is designed after the English flag. Copyright Air Cell Publishing Limited, 1986. Inside cover, we have a black and white image of Samurai himself holding uh, a shotgun, perhaps. Might be a rifle, but I believe it's a shotgun. With some bearer indicia information here in the upper left-hand corner, just the creatives, and then where the comic book was printed. The first story page has an excellent black and white image of a one, two, three, four, five, five story building of some sort. It's a really cool looking building, um, like 80s cool, not like cool, you know, futuristic or anything. And uh, at the lower part of the image is Samurai riding his Triumph motorcycle down the street. We have some narration telling us why he is here. Basically, Samurai is trying to find out more about the sword that he was given by his father. Uh, His father having found it in the jungles of Vietnam when he was over there, I believe, during the war. Some ninjas recently attacked Samurai in an attempt to get the sword, and Samurai rebuffed them, maintaining possession of the sword. And so now he's decided that he needs to find out why they're trying to get the sword and or kill him in the process. So... Samurai's friend Homer Bentley, who is a dude that pretty much stays inebriated at Toshiro's, that's the given name for Samurai, Toshiro Kimura, um, Toshiro's sister's club, but it's a longtime good friend of the whole family. And Homer suggested that Toshiro go over to Japan, uh, to England, excuse me, to speak to an expert in Japanese artifacts. So that's why Toshiro is there. He's driving by a bar. And he sees a young man of similar ethnicity to himself 
thrown from a bar. I can't make out the name of the bar here, but there's a, a shield here with the name of the bar. And then four people come out of the bar, uh, toughs uh, as they as they were, and talking trash to the young man, who we find out a little bit later on. His name is Shanghai Lee. Well, it's, it's what he goes by. I can't imagine that's his given name, but that's that's what he likes. So Toshiro stops and helps him up and talks to him for a minute, and then goes back inside the bar and evens the score. Um, so yeah, three three pages. Let's see, yeah, three pages of fight scene. Um, the artwork is pretty decent. It's not the best I've ever seen, but it's it's far from the worst I've ever seen, and it it gets across the story and the actions pretty well. So um, Tashira gives Shang Li a ride somewhere. We cut back to Toronto. We're, we're at Gen's nightclub tube station. Um, Gen is short for Genin. I believe that's how it's pronounced. And she is Tashira's sister. Now, she is here late at night while one of her worker bees is cleaning up. I believe it's, uh, well, actually, he's not named. He may have been named in a previous issue here looking back quickly can't really tell but he's cleaning up the place and his roommate comes in um his roommate calls him john so we'll say that his name is john i don't have a record really of a previous john so i'm not sure so so it's john and john's roommate and they both know gen and they're talking gen's having a tough day <laughs> just to Put a point on it. She said uh, she's had her period, which I guess is bad. I, I mean, in some situations, I would think that was good because it means she's not pregnant. But so today she's had her period. Uh, Shiro's disappeared, her brother. Her roommate is in New York. And for whatever reason, again, hasn't slept for the past 32 hours, she says. So her day is, is not too good. So John and John's roommate invite her over to their place. They can stay with she can stay with them. Now, it's it seems very uh, platonic, which kind of surprised me. But, you know, it, it's staying on just the friend level. She leaves a Homer Bentley here to close up the place because he's drunk and passed out. So hopefully when he wakes up and starts to meander to wherever he stays, he'll lock everything up. So they go outside and Gen and John and his roommate are walking down the street, and a car passes them and flips them off and says, and punks. Gets caught at a stoplight and stops. So John uh, happens to be carrying a pipe wrench with him and beats up the car a little bit until the light changes, and then it takes off. He's all happy that he gave the car what for. Um, I, I failed to mention, uh, John has a pet rat that he carries on his person. When he first walked into the bar, it was on his shoulder, and now it's in a pocket of a vest that he's wearing. It's, it's a live rat, I guess, he found somewhere. So they continue on uh, to their apartment so they can all get some shut-eye. The final panel of that little exchange is kind of curious because I'm, I'm not sure if I've caught something or missed something or whatever. But the point of view is ankle level for the people walking, Gen and John and his roommate, as they're walking down the street. But it's looking, they are in the left view as they're walking on the sidewalk, the camera is as it would be set on the street off the curb, looking back down the street. So I don't know if that's just a, a change of POV that they're doing, or if it's indicating down the street here that the car is going to be coming back or coming back with help, or I'm, I'm not sure. 
maybe it's none of those things. I don't know. But like I said at the at the opening, curious story beats. That that whole scene was kind of curious. That panel was kind of curious. Um, why they opened the story with him meeting Shanghai Lee after he got thrown out of a bar, and then Tashiro goes into the bar and beats up the dudes. I, I, I don't understand that necessarily. So we're back in London, and Tashiro has come to the place uh, where the sword expert is. The sword expert has a daughter, and the daughter welcomes Tashiro to their place in a Shakespearean sing-song kind of poetry thing, and kind of, yeah, trips Tashiro and Shanghai out. Um, so Tashiro goes in, tells Shanghai to stay with the motorcycle. The uh, gentleman welcomes Tashiro and, and starts going over some of the information that he's found out about the sword. It seems that the sword is a matched pair, or um, I believe Daisho, um, which is a, a matched set made at the same time to look alike. The longer sword, I believe, is called a katana. The shorter sword, I believe, a wakasashi, uh, I believe. Don't hold me to that. And don't bash me too hard if I'm wrong. The sword that Tashiro has is the katana of the set. And they were created in order to fight demons and yokai and things of that nature. After they were used one time, they were put in a temple uh, to be preserved, to be available should it they ever be needed for that use again. And at some point, uh, the temple just faded into history. And that is where Tashiro's dad found at least the one, um, no indication of if both of them were there, and he just chose the larger of the two, the katana. So after all the information is uh, given to him that the sword expert has, Tashiro decides that what he's going to do, um, actually, uh, the swords were created in Tibet, um, which I I'm, wasn't necessarily aware that matched pairs of swords, the, the Daisho, were created in Tibet at this time. Or ever. I thought that was a Japanese thing, but so be it. Toshiro decides that he's going to take the sword and go to Japan and face off against whomever and try to settle once and for all what the deal with the sword is. And we have the name drop of an interesting individual over there that is uh, in charge of the Yakuza, who have put word out that they are looking for the swords. And so they ultimately hired the ninjas who attacked Tashira. The leader of the Yakuza sect, or maybe the Yakuza overall in Japan at this time, is a female, and her name is Kamakaze. K-A-M-A-K-A-Z-A-I. Kamakaze? Yeah. So I'm curious spelling, too. So that's where Tashira is going to go. And one more, two more, two more jump cuts here. Yeah. Uh, The next to last, we cut to San Francisco, where Tashiro's clone brother, Hotachi, and his battle suit are trying to curtail the uh, destructive whatever's efforts of another energy sword-wielding battle suit. Um, This has been ongoing for one, maybe a couple issues back. We saw that this battle suit was... Um, energized and went on kind of a rampage and has been doing so. Hitachi is part of an organization whose bailwick is to um, curtail those uh, quasi-normal happenings. And so he has landed in his particular battle suit and doesn't do too well initially in the fight. 
But then with a bit of sleight of hand and trickery, he downs the battle suit. And emerging from it is a small, like, hand size. So it's only about probably five inches tall. Bipedal creature. Now, I don't know if this is another artificial construct or if this is an alien in a battle suit, but it has an interesting look. Uh, Nonetheless, Hitachi grabs it up and sequesters it in a a slot in in his armor, kind of a, a prison there, and then grabs the suit of armor and takes off. He's thinking to himself, there's something wrong. I can feel it. This is beginning to smell like something bigger than anyone expected as he's flying off with this alien battlesuit. Cut back to London the next morning. Toshiro is taking off saying farewell to the sword expert and his oddly speaking daughter. She doesn't look odd. She just is this romantic Shakespearean kind of personality. So he's riding out of town. Uh, He runs into Shanghai Lee, which interestingly enough, he just left outside. And then that was it because this says the next morning. So Shanghai, he he told Shanghai to stay by the motorcycle and just left him apparently. Well, Shanghai's out walking and ultimately Toshiro invites him to go with him to Japan. So he jumps on the motorcycle and they take off. Letters page next, another letters page. And then we have an ad for the official Samurai Fan Club. So for $10 a year, you would have gotten an official membership card with your own personal membership number. Three fabulous pictures of Samurai and his friends drawn by Nightwind Artist. Nightwind Studios is the uh, studio that makes the book and several others at this point. Background information on Toshiro Kimura. I guess maybe background information that we don't have. An in-depth history of air cell publishing and Nightwind Productions. Biographies of the writers and artists of Samurai. An exclusive Samurai sticker. A discount on all merchandise, including the official Samurai t-shirt. Reduced price on subscriptions. Personal replies to letters and questions. Autographs of the creators of Samurai. Three newsletters a year filled with up-to-date information on upcoming events and stories. An exclusive folder to hold all these great things. And lots of surprises, contests, and much more. Oh, I'm sorry. I said $10. It's $10 Canadian. It's 8 for us here in the U.S. And you send that to Ottawa, Ontario. Next page is a subscription page for Samurai. So you get a discount on this with a membership. $26 a year, U.S. 29 Canada. No indication of how many books a year that means. I don't know if that's 12. I don't think it's quite... 12. I think it's bi-monthly. So would that be six? So you're at almost uh, four and a half bucks a book. I don't see a cover price on this anywhere. So I'm not sure how much it costs. Inside back cover. Interesting ad. Honest Engine. I-N-J-U-N. It's the name of a musical group. And they have released a 12-inch, 12-song, 45-RPM record. And that's what... This is a good reward, okay? Hmm. That, that's what they're advertising here, um, that you can get also from Ottawa. Different different address than what you send your club monies to. So these must just be friends of theirs at the time or something? Not really sure. Interesting, though, to have music advertised. Well, uh, specific music advertised. And then on the back cover, full-color page of Hotachi, full-body picture with a bust of the battle suit that he has been using in a trippy kind of space background here. And that's by Wang Yap. Printed in Canada, it says. So that was uh, Samurai 4. Just some some interesting choices. Lots of uh, space jumps here. Jump switches, whatever you want to call them. I, uh, 
I guess it's necessary. I don't know. We were in London. We were in Toronto. We were in L.A. Um, following each of the Kimura children, Toshiro, who is samurai, Gen, who owns a bar, and Hotachi, who works for a uh, government organization and was piloting that battle suit. So I guess from now on, that's since those are becoming main characters, that will be how the story um, covers them. It jumps to what each of them is doing until such a time, I guess, as they're together in the same place at the same time. All right, that is Samurai issue number four. Let's see. Next up, I want to read and talk about Captain Victory number five from Pacific Comics. So next episode, it'll be a Pacific Comics episode. Talk to you guys then. Ciao.